Hi everyone and welcome back to True Time. If you've ever been worried about sharing your location from your phone, this case will make you change your mind. This is the story of Jayla Gladden. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Yes, yeah. Happy Monday for you for guys. Listening on a Monday. Yeah. We are having a good time right now because we are recording from our brand new podcast setup. Yeah, yeah. We hit up some IKEA. Good old IKEA. Very inexpensive and easy. Yeah, pretty much the best, most accessible furniture store here in Germany. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. You, there's not too many options. No. <laughs> but we got a table and some pretty comfy chairs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we feel professional now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before we were in our uh, living room, very uncomfortable, hunched over a little coffee table. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> decided it was time to, I don't know, if we're dedicating a lot of time to on the podcast, got to be comfy. Yeah. This is a, a really good upgrade, so. Yes, I am comfortable now. <laughs> but yeah, so it's pretty exciting to get to do this type of stuff now that our podcast has grown even more. Yeah, it's Even insane. just a week, it's crazy to watch our numbers go up. So again, thank you all so, so much. This yeah. is all because of you guys, so. Hitting new personal records all the time. Yeah, I just really appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and sharing with their friends and family. You guys are awesome. For sure. And I've gotten a few followers on Instagram and on the True Time page who I'm pretty sure are coming from listening. So shout out to you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you wanted to start posting more on those personal ones. So Yeah, we were pretty sick last week. Yeah. It's that time of year. So we got a little slow start, but definitely be on the lookout for more personal TikToks, fun stuff like that. And more true time TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always a true time Instagram and Facebook posts, usually a TikTok as well. And that's at true time podcast. Yeah. And then your personal pages are at Avery Hamill. Avery E. Hamill. Oh, Avery E. Hamill. <laughs> so go look at those if you're into the or wanting to look a little more personal. Yeah. See our side of life. <laughs> what we're doing out here in Germany. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess with that being said, ready to get into it if you are. I am ready. Okay. So this is the story of Jayla Gladden, and it is a story that definitely keeps you on the edge of your seat, but very interesting. Okay. So this case begins on September 4th, 2017 in Carrollton, Georgia, which is around 50 miles west of Atlanta. Okay. Jayla Gladden was a 21-year-old college student attending the University of West Georgia, where she was studying to become an occupational therapist. She had a passion for helping people, so she wanted to make her career out of it. During her time in school, Jayla also had a boyfriend named Tamir Bryant. They had an extremely close and happy relationship, 
and even lived across the street from each other in their student housing, according to True Crime Daily. According to Medium.com, when Jayla was a kid, her mom would watch a lot of crime shows like Law and & Order and taught Jayla how important it was to always watch her back. At around 11.30 p.m., she was feeling sick and decided to head to the local Kroger grocery store to pick up some medicine and tea. She texted Tamir that she would be back soon, but since it was pretty late, he dozed off. And while she was shopping, she was wearing a bright green Nike t-shirt, so she was very visible. And once she finished up in the store, she began heading back to her car. On her way, a man stopped her and asked if she had a lighter. Being a female alone at night, she obviously replied that she didn't and she just kept heading straight to her car. As soon as she got to her car door, Jayla felt a knife pressed against her abdomen. She quickly realized it was that same man up behind her and he forced her to get into her car. Why wouldn't the boyfriend go with her? I don't know. I guess it was pretty late and I... So? I guess... Just one of those things, I mean, I guess you're just young, like, hey, I'm just going to run down to the store really quick. Maybe he was already, he sounded like he was tired and already asleep, kind of, so I don't think he totally knew everything she was doing at the time. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of scary to just go alone, I know. Yeah, I don't think I could ever go out alone, but some people... at night, yeah. Yeah, it was really late, yeah, especially at that time, but... Some people are just more brave, I guess. Yeah. So after he had come up behind her with a knife, he forced her to climb in through the driver's side of her green Honda Accord and into the passenger seat. And the man sat in the driver's seat and asked if she knew how to get to Atlanta, according to BuzzFeedNews.com. I'll post the surveillance footage of this happening because you can watch the whole situation unfold. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll post those to our social media pages, but it's so heartbreaking to watch that whole interaction because a bystander walks right by in front of it all, pushing a cart. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And never called the cops or... So I did find a resource that said the person did call the cops okay. after they drove. Like, they she thought it was weird, but like, I guess in that moment you just don't always know. Like, what's actually happening? Yeah, like okay. you just see like a guy and a girl like interacting in some strange way. Like she thought I don't know if it was a man or a woman. They thought um, it was weird, so they did call the police and kind of report it, but. That was just kind of where it was left. Okay. But like, I also heard kind of in an interview, they say if you're ever in that situation, that is the moment to start screaming. Yeah. Because she had a knife pressed up against her, so she was afraid of getting hurt, so she just gave in. But they say if you're ever in that situation, that is the moment to like yell, scream, fight back because you're in a location where there's more people and you're yeah. l- more likely to get help right away. That could be your only chance. Mm-hmm. So like, it's unfortunate, but it's like, take if you're going to get injured, if you're in dangerous, like, let it happen because you're more likely to get help and be safe versus if you just give in and then they take you to an unknown secret location and 
you don't yeah. come out of it. Yeah, I mean, like, she could have yelled, and yeah. maybe he could have stabbed her, but exactly. at the same time, he could have just freaked out and ran away because that person would have probably responded. Right, yeah, rushed over, or even if, like you said, she would have gotten stabbed, like, it would have been a lot easier for an ambulance to get to Kroger within five minutes versus her eventually being taken to a location where there's no one. Yeah, yeah. So... If you're ever in those situations and you're in a public setting, like that is the time. Like it's scary, but every second counts. So it's always safer to just give in and fight back as soon as you can. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'll push, I'll post the video. So shortly after the man driving, he pulled into an abandoned church parking lot. So they'd been on the road for a little bit and he finally found this abandoned church. Like she was taking her towards Atlanta. You mm-hmm. said to go in that direction. Yep. Okay. So there is a content warning here for sexual assault. So if you need to fast forward or click off, now is the time since I will be giving some of the details that happened during the assault. So once the car was parked, the man ordered Jayla to remove her clothes. She began crying and begging him not to do this. But his only response to her was that there was, quote, no purpose in crying, end quote, according to BuzzFeedNews.com. It was then that he assaulted her. Shortly after, he took her to the playground behind the church where they sat on a two-tiered bench, Jayla in front on the lower level and the man behind her with his arm draped around her shoulder, according to True Crime Daily. What the hell? Yeah, just sick. This is so weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. kind of fantasy is this w- freaking weird dude living out? Yeah, he's he's absolutely disgusting, and I'll get into it and explain a little bit about his past now. Yeah. So, and what makes it even worse is, like, while he was basically draped around her like that, he told Jayla there that, quote, it would just be easier to get rid of her body at the playground, end quote. Oh, my. So, she in that moment, truly thought that she was going to die. I mean, what we've seen before, too, is, I mean, sometimes people just want reactions out of yeah their victims because mm-hmm. it just excites them or something. So yeah. it's just messed up. It's, he's just might be trying to play mind games, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just sick, ultimately. And, you know, her being absolutely terrified, she began looking back on her life and thinking about all of the people she loved and had met who left a huge impact on her. It was also in that moment when she thought about her mom and all that she'd learned from those crime shows growing up. She decided to fight back with her intelligence. So she began examining the man and figuring out anything she could that could give her the upper hand. So she got him talking. During their time at the playground, this man told Jayla that he had recently gotten out of prison after being in for years. Jayla also learned that his plan was to rob a gas station for money and begin making their way to Michigan, but he wasn't sure of how to get there. Jayla quickly put her plan into motion and told him she wanted to help him get to Michigan, which he mentioned, was his final destination. Yeah. She knew that because this man had been in prison for so long, he most likely didn't understand how to use technology, and she could tell he was of low intelligence just in general. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. So, J. 
Jayla had also noticed how he, quote, never took his eyes off the road, end quote, while he was driving. So she offered that she would help navigate him to a gas station in Michigan if he gave her her phone back to search for locations. The man agreed and gave her back her phone. Nice. Yep. As soon as they got back in the car, Jayla turned down the brightness and sent her boyfriend Tamir a text message of her shared location. Mm-hmm. She said, quote, it was the most logical thing to do, end quote, according to BuzzFeedNews.com. Tamir was asleep, but was awoken by the buzz of his phone. He was immediately worried when all he saw was a text saying shared location because they have never shared that before with each other. Yeah. He opened it up and saw that Jayla was in Atlanta at this point over 50 miles away. He responded asking why she was there since she was only supposed to be going to Kroger and coming home. And Jayla, being precise as possible, wasted no time and texted one word back. Kidnapped. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say I would have said. Yeah, like, I just yeah. got to be straight up and quick to as the point. As quick as you can, yeah. Tamira responded, stop playing right now. And another text saying, I'm headed to the police station. Jayla replied, in God. Being um, our age, I think it meant to say, like, on God. Yeah. But you get the point. Like, she's being serious. Yeah, yeah. He told BuzzFeedNews.com that he, quote, immediately realized it was serious. She would never play like that. She would never say that for no reason, end quote. And to just be in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it just, he said they never messed around like that. She wasn't the type to joke or just be in random places at 2 a.m. Yeah. So it, he knew she was That could in have been trouble. bad if there was a, like, oh, you're just playing around or. Yeah, like, I don't, I no. don't even know why you would ever joke like that. Yeah. That would be so mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of couple that would be, yeah. though, but that could have been bad. Yeah. If, so guys, don't play the boy who cried wolf yeah don't do that but in this situation you know they had high trust in each other so he knew he had to get her help yeah so he immediately ran out of bed and started running towards her roommate's door and he banged on it and screamed on it saying that she was gone and had been taken trying to raise as much commotion get attention from people And he then jumped in his car and started heading towards the Carrollton Police Department. And he said the police station was about five minutes from where he lived, but he got there in two minutes, according to True Crime Daily. Why didn't he just call 911? He did. Oh, but he also... Went to the police department because he has her location. Oh, I see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So once he arrived, he began working with a detective and they refreshed Jayla's location only to see that she was even further away now. Mm -hmm. They had Tamir continue to text Jayla to keep gathering as much information as possible. During this, Jayla had been navigating the man to the closest gas station so that he could rob it. However, according to BuzzFeedNews.com, Jayla knew that the cashiers were behind protective barriers in Georgia. So once they arrived, the man took Jayla's phone and put her in the trunk of her car. He then entered the gas station, but he was not able to rob it since all he had was a knife and the cashier was behind bulletproof glass. Yeah. So he came back out, brought Jayla back up to the passenger seat and told her he would have to rob a Walmart or Kroger instead to get the money he was after. 
So again, Jayla asked to have her phone back to navigate them and took the opportunity to text Tamir more information. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to put all of the screenshots of the text exchange between Jayla and Tamir so you can read the entirety of the conversation that they were able to have. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the screenshots are available. Nice. So Jayla began texting one-word messages like knife and scared letting Tamir know this man was armed. He was then able to ask for the type of car, and she told him mine, and this was a huge piece of information. Yeah, now they know exactly what she's in. So the Atlanta Police Department had been dispatched and were following her location and now knew what car description to be looking for. She also sent a text message saying, quote, I don't want him to kill me. If he sees lights, he's going to do it, end quote. Damn. A few more texts were exchanged about how Jayla didn't know him and that he had kidnapped her at Kroger. She then informed him that he was going to rob another Kroger and that he might put her in the trunk again. For Tamir, reading that was heartbreaking. I mean, I couldn't imagine being like, um, yeah, I might be put in my trunk again, just so you know. Yeah. Like, it's so terrifying to think that your person is going through that in live time. Yeah, and you literally can't do anything. Mm -hmm. The last text Jayla sent was, quote, don't let me die, end quote. And Tamir replied, we've got help coming. Once they arrived to the Kroger, Jayla was placed into the trunk again, and the man set out to rob it. However, this Kroger had a security guard, So he came back to the car and was going to wait until the morning to try to rob it. Shortly after, with police on the hunt for Jayla's car, an officer noticed an idle car with the headlights off, but the engine still running in a parking lot near that Kroger. Mm -hmm. The car was Jayla's. However, once the man realized there was a cop walking up to them, he turned on the lights and hit the gas trying to exit the parking lot. What is that cop thinking? And hit. He's just going to walk up? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, it's okay. But you, you don't just walk up. I don't know. You think he like tried to trap the car in with his car. I don't know. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what the best approach would have been. But yeah, it kind of what it kind of ended up in a weird way working out because when he tried to exit the parking lot, he hit four cars and the cop car actually mm-hmm. trying to get away. So it's a good thing he wasn't in it, although he also almost hit the officer, according to BuzzFeedNews.com. Yeah. So the man was almost hit, but his car was hit. So I guess in some weird way, it's a good thing he was out of it when it happened. Yeah. But the police, you know, once he sped away, they demanded that he stop the car and they had their weapons ready. But he eventually lost control, I think, from all the damage, and the car crashed into a fence. The man jumped out of the car and over the fence and ran off, escaping. Okay. At least he didn't, like, take her with him. No, yeah. Jayla ran out of the car towards the police. She was finally safe. Shortly after, Tamir received a FaceTime call, still waiting to know the fate of his girlfriend. He answered and saw Jayla running and crying with blue lights flashing in the background, and he finally knew she was safe and was going to be okay. He, quote, burst out of the investigation room saying he had Gladden on FaceTime, end quote, according to the police report. 
He was so proud of her for being able to outsmart this man and survive. Yeah, seriously, that was amazing. Yeah. He said, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I know there's, it's insane. Like so many details, like just imagining what that would be like. But he said, quote, if I didn't get the location, who knows what would have happened? Her doing it on her own. She was able to outsmart the bad guy, end quote. And even the police department praised Jayla by making a statement telling the public they should, quote, take lessons, end quote, about sharing your location, according to BuzzFeedNews.com. They said, quote, if this victim did not have her phone and did not think quickly, she may not have been as lucky, end quote. And I mean, it's true. I'm, she was really smart taking all the context around her and putting it into action, yeah, and actually being able to think clearly in yeah. that situation because mm-hmm. most people will just be... Especially after what happened to her. Yeah. Like trying to recover from that and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. So she was also taken to Grady Memorial Hospital just to make sure she was okay and everything. So she was good. And about 10 hours later, the suspect was found sleeping on a park bench and was arrested. <laughs> yeah, I know. His name, this guy did not think about anything. No, he didn't. His name was Timothy Wilson. And it was found out that Wilson was 28 years old and he had been in and out of jail since he was 13 years old, according to True Crime Daily. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rough past. He had recently been released from prison. And according to the police report, Wilson waited outside of the Kroger for a long time, just waiting to pick out his victim. Oh, my God. I know. He was charged with kidnapping, hijacking a motor vehicle, aggravated assault, rape, aggravated sodomy, false imprisonment, aggravated assault against a police officer. And to all of that, he pleaded not guilty. (laughs) Yeah. Jayla was extremely frustrated when she learned about that and could not wait for him to get his sentence. And according to True Crime Daily, with all of those charges, if he was convicted, he would be sentenced to life, which in June of 2018, Timothy Wilson finally did end up pleading guilty and received life in prison. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So with that, Jayla also felt this could have all been avoided if the Kroger she was kidnapped from had better security, like a nighttime guard, since that deterred Wilson from robbing the second Kroger they were at that night. Yeah. So with the Dixon firm, she had plans to sue Kroger. Oh, no. Yeah. She said, quote, he's taken a lot away from my life and it doesn't need to happen again. It shouldn't have happened in the first place, end quote, from her interview with BuzzFeedNews.com. I don't know whatever came out of that lawsuit. I couldn't find if it had happened or what worked out. But I mean, it is, I do think that's fair though. Uh, It it was a 24 hour Kroger. Yeah. So I feel like any place with 24 hours definitely needs to have security guards on site for sure. Yeah. But Jayla is proud to be a survivor, which she should be. It's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. And With that, I mean, I think it just goes to show how sharing your location with your family or your friends is so important. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, I mean, she said he wasn't, didn't seem like the smartest, 
but that he didn't even think about like her texting people or texting people or yeah. anything like he was driving her car like he did not give himself any benefit to get no. away with anything yeah i mean she said he could tell that or she said that she could tell how because he hadn't been out of prison for long he had just didn't understand how it worked yeah he That's clearly insane. yeah had his mission on his mind about robbing to get money and getting to michigan that i just don't even think he thought about her being able to text he probably really only thought that if she had her phone she would call yeah i guess but i 10 out of 10 recommend sharing your location after hearing a story like this yeah it's crazy yeah like after i read this case i looked at how the how quickly you can like send your location to others or how long you can share it for and even just adding certain contacts to your favorites there are like shortcuts almost so like mm -hmm. i put dylan as my favorite but i put it down for our text messages are in my favorites so i can hit one that one button and it takes me to our text yeah or our I put you down for FaceTime and phone calls so I can just mm -hmm. tap one button and it calls you tap one button and it FaceTimes you. Yeah, so yeah. it's so vital if you're ever in a situation like that, instead of having to open five tabs or click four buttons when you can just click one to two. Yeah. Yeah. And I also know like my family uses an app. I forget what it's called. Is it life 360? Yeah. 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 So it literally gives you a lot more information. It tells you when that person is leaving somewhere yeah. or how fast they're driving. It tells yeah, you. I thought that was funny. I'd never <laughs> yeah. heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was always like, why were you driving so fast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Oops. I know. But yeah. So it, like it notifies her when my sister or when anyone leaves the house, mm -hmm. when they get home, when they get to work, when yeah, literally everything. Mm -hmm. And for me, just my parents always just had like my Apple location and everything. Yeah. that I mean, that's a Since very that's simple free. one. Yeah. 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 I was just recommending that because it. Oh, no. Yeah, it's definitely. It's a lot more info if you're wanting to be. As um, safe as possible. Yeah. 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 So many people, I think, are weird about sharing their locations, but I promise you, the only people checking on it are people who just genuinely care about you. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think it's only, you just don't like it when you're younger. Yeah. Because you want to feel like you have more freedom. Yeah. Or that you're more powerful than you are. But could end up saving your life. Yeah. Yeah. And that that is very important that, I mean, that's the fastest way they can help you out is knowing exactly where you are. Yeah. But it's definitely inspiring to have a survivor story because yeah, we haven't had yeah, we hadn't had one yet, and there's not a ton out there. It's it's a lot more difficult to find than just you know a regular true crime case. Yeah. So definitely super inspiring, and she's gone on to be pretty successful. I think from I like searched her on Instagram. So she seems like she's doing well. Um, there's not too many articles published since this whole incident, but do you know how old she is now? Like, well, she was 21 at the time. Okay. And it was 2017. So probably like 25, 26, yeah, a little bit older around there, mm -hmm. mid to late twenties. I think I'm not the best at on the spot math. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. But yeah. So, I hope you all liked having a survivor story because it was 
very interesting to read about and definitely made me feel so much better at the end of this case. Yeah. To know that. Yeah, it is nice to get that happy ending. Yeah, because it really doesn't happen often. And it, while these cases, you know, it's very interesting, like the psychology behind things and why things happen the way they do. But in this case, realizing how this girl was able to just take a moment, even if it was her law and order. Yeah ideas and knowledge like general knowledge just to take a second look back evaluate the situation and make a plan like those things are so important it, yeah yeah that's crazy yeah so she did very well yeah super super awesome but yeah um do we want to do like a question or something yeah we could do a question so we talked about ways we want to I guess, put our personalities more into the podcast for you guys because, again, we've been getting some great feedback that people just love to know about (laughs) us. (laughs) So we have a question totally prepared. I mean, I was just going to go over, like, people have asked if we plan out questions and stuff like that during the podcast. or if Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so we could just give how we do the podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my side of things is I do have a script I follow. Um, it's usually a couple pages long. And I, so I make sure I have like all the quotes perfectly written out and stuff like that. And most of my ideas kind of just bullet pointed. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Bullet pointed? Yeah. Bullet points. <laughs> I don't know why it sounded funny when I said it. Uh, it didn't sound bad to me. But yeah, so I just keep everything short and sweet. So that way when I go to like read it off or kind of follow my outline, it makes sense and it flows. And it's easier to write that instead of... Yes, I am not out here writing um, APA formatted essays. <laughs> yeah. My college days are somewhat behind me. Not yeah. totally, but mostly. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, my side, uh, I don't do anything. No. (laughs) No preparation whatsoever. Uh, Everything comes straight from the heart and in the moment. Yeah. I don't even know what the case is going to be about until she does the intro. Yep. I don't know the name of the case, not even the name of the people, anything. So this is all live, straight from my brain. Yeah, so that's why sometimes if we accidentally overlap on each other speaking that's because i have no idea he's about to ask a question (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i don't want to have too many awkward pauses and if you ever hear an awkward pause it's probably because i'm hoping or waiting he's going to ask a question and then he doesn't and then (laughs) i have to awkwardly keep going so we're gonna we leave the raw authentic (laughs) stuff in there for you because every time we sit down to do this it gets kind of a little bit nerve-wracking even though there's nobody in here but it's all real (laughs) yeah so that's a question that we've been getting how how we sort of format this. Yeah. And it's just pretty raw and first time I hear it ever straight from my brain on the moment yeah. questions and her answers. And yeah. also, if you guys want to be like Dylan and have any questions, you want to just DM to at True Time Podcast on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you can find us. Um please feel free to just send us any questions. We'll totally answer anything about the case or how we do this or personal questions. Even spotlighting on the podcast, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If you send us a good question, we'll answer it on the podcast for sure. Yeah, I think that would be fun. That would be so fun. So please send us your questions. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, so a survivor case feels good to kick off this week with. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Share your locations, folks, please. Yes, not to us, but to family. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you really don't have anybody, I guess I'll be your friend. But <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys so much again for all of your support. You're the reason we keep on going. Yes. But yeah, so I hope you have a wonderful week and I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.